0: Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Muse, how you doing? I wanted to get into into the weirdest fucking Christmas album ever. We might first want to get into uh, exactly what the fuck we just saw recently. (laughs) The YouTube Rewind video. That album review is the
1: main event, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But beforehand, we have an opening act, and it is just as confusing, and... (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? Underwhelming? Yeah! It's 2017! YouTube Rewind! Oh, shit! (laughs) So, have you ever seen a YouTube Rewind before this year's? No, I have not. Oh, okay. See, I have. I, I, I have actually made it a thing uh, to watch the YouTube Rewinds every year, just to kind of see what they're like, and I can fill you in, this is the worst one.
0: (laughs) Okay. Now, now, alright, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna watch this thing, pause along the way, you know, so we see- Right, yes. We see the beginning, and it's the, the, the eclipse, sort of an homage to that, which- wasn't a YouTube thing, but okay, Oh whatever. my god, dude,
1: I didn't even think that. I didn't even get that <laughs> reference. Wow. Okay, so yeah, that was a thing. Um, And then the first voice you hear is uh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen
0: Colbert.
1: I love Stephen Colbert. I liked him better on the Colbert Report, uh, his late night talk show. I don't really follow it all that much. But I'm wondering what he's doing in YouTube Rewind compared to his former other Daily Show alumni say John Oliver, because John Oliver always seemed to be the guy who got the hits, who everyone was kind of following on YouTube, because he's on HBO, isn't he? If there has to be a reason behind this, I would say it's because John Oliver is far more political, and you can just tell by this video that they wanted to steer clear of the political shit (laughs) as much as possible. Because there could have been a lot of shit they could have talked about, and they just,
0: they steered right around (laughs) that shit. So, so, all right, so first of all, I'm confused, because I'm hearing Stephen Colbert, and I'm like, but I'll, I'll, I'll take it, because I'm like, okay maybe they just want to have like a famous person on last year I, I I accidentally saw the beginning of that video and it was like oh Dwayne the Rock Johnson famous person but I think it was for like the meme of him wearing the little uh, the the fairy pack thing this says a lot about YouTube
1: as a platform where it's like all right we need a familiar face to start this off and get people's attention and it isn't someone from youtube
0: <laughs> yeah so so it's like all right can you sum up 2017 and they look at each other and then and then it cuts to like this kid walking into youtube's offices i guess
1: <laughs> was that supposed to be a reference to the that like politician being interviewed on tv and his kids walked in maybe
0: but it's not it's not specific enough for me to get that. And then, Despacito? Despacito, because <laughs> it was really fucking
1: big. There are three songs, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's only three. Mm-hmm. And I guess they figured, what are the three videos or songs that got the most traffic on YouTube? Yeah. We gotta feature them in the video. And it comes down to Despacito,
0: Humble, and Shape of You. But my thing is, it's like, these aren't... YouTube sensations. No. Like these were huge outside of YouTube. Like uh, uh, especially Despacito. It's not like people were like, "Ooh, the music video for Despacito is just so interesting. We got to watch it on YouTube." The only one I could understand it it for is Humble because people were talking about the music video which you, most people saw on YouTube. So that's what I kind of get. While we don't get
1: YouTube musicians, which to me would make more sense, we get Youtubers, I guess, dancing to
0: yeah. I don't these know songs. any of these motherfuckers. I'm like, See, I'm looking around like, are the is this supposed to be like a I'm everyday people thing where it's just like random people? Because I was like, I don't know who any of these motherfuckers. Are. You know when
1: when the Beatles released Sgt. Pepper and they had that <laughs> album cover and it was all the people on the cover and the inside there was a little. Outline of all the people and there were numbers assigned to them and it would tell you who all was on the cover uh. I wish there was a version of that <laughs> For this video with time codes like at 33 seconds These two guys on screen are blank and blank from blank and it would be like, oh, okay All right. I still don't know who that is But you know at least you're telling me I don't recognize any fucking buddy and I'll admit that's on me. That's on me because I just don't fucking I guess I'm not cool, I guess I'm not trendy. I don't follow this shit. The only people in the entire video I recognized were Mark Aplier who was in there for I want to say 2 seconds total. Yeah, all the people I fucking knew were just like oh. Wait, oh, oh. <laughs> they were in there and they were gone except for the big reveal, but we'll get to oh, that. Oh yeah, oh we'll get to that. We'll get so, to the big reveal, and then we move to the humble thing, which is probably one of the weirdest transitions
0: yeah. in the video. Because it was like, okay, so there's a train mm. that is being stopped by the fact that uh, this guy, once again, don't know who it is, has a having a fidget spinner, and he's like, he's what? controlling
1: it with the fidget spinner. Yeah. And don't worry, folks, the fidget spinner makes a- another <laughs> appearance <laughs> Dude, later. Dude, the fucking
0: fidget spinner is the star of this goddamn thing more than any of the fucking celebrities are. Dude, I would not be surprised if at the end of this video it said, Sponsored by fidget spinners. Pick one up for Christmas. So yeah, this train
1: that is being controlled with a fidget spinner knocks all this snow onto a bunch of YouTubers, presumably like a car... Wood. Water in a puddle. And it just covers all these people. And again, if this is the only time you see them in the whole video, you see them for maybe a second covered in snow. And you could barely even see their faces. And they're all like, Oh, no, I'm being covered in snow. And then cuts to three random dudes doing impressions of Salt
0: Bay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which again... I don't think that was a
0: YouTube thing. <laughs> no, I don't I think, think it was. That was just
1: a It was a YouTube thing? Oh. Uh... I thought it was just a random picture. I didn't know it was no, a no, video. The vi-
0: there was a video. There was a video.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. One point for YouTube, unless the video didn't unless the video wasn't posted on YouTube first, unless <laughs> it was a Vine or Instagram, which is very possible. But then we get to the bulk and I do mean bulk, of this video, it's people throwing... Slime. Yeah, it's slime. It's slime. Okay. And I think slime videos... Because slime's big.
0: Yeah, I think slime videos are really big this year. Again, don't know who any of these fucking people are. Are Do these people make slime videos? See,
1: that's my main complaint with the video.
0: Like, yeah, it's how featuring... are these
1: videos highlighting what these
0: people do? Yeah, I have no idea who
1: these people are, and th- what they're doing in the video doesn't give me any clues to that so what you're seeing here at about one thirty to almost the two minute mark are these people in a field throwing slime at each other making dumb faces
0: and <laughs> twirling slime around combing each other's hair like i need a fucking meme reference uh, uh uh what do you call it i need a fucking like meme almanac or some shit A meme index, (laughs) A meme index, yeah, that's what I mean. I need something to tell me, is that a reference to something, or were they just, like, doing something stupid,
1: you know? Everyone is all smiles, right? Everyone is so chipper. Everyone's having such a good time. Right about now is the point where it's like, hey, advertisers, see? YouTube is like a fun, friendly place. Mm -hmm. It's not full of Nazis and
0: hate and alt-right <laughs> bloggers. No, no, no! Oops. you think that's what this ultimately was? This yeah. was their, their let's not do anything that could possibly offend anybody. Mm-hmm. Nice, pretty, happy. Uh, this is their uh, if I could give the world a Coke ad, basically. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Somebody trips on some slime.
1: And then it transitions into shooting stars. What they do here, though, which ruins it, is... Instead of people just falling and that being the joke, because that's how it starts, it then goes into, now we're just going to have people dancing and act
0: like they're swimming. And it's like, that. that's not the joke, though. Yeah, because YouTube doesn't get the joke. Like, YouTube, the people who made this video, they are literally people who... We know that there are people on our site that are really popular. We don't know why people like this shit. <laughs> and so what we're going to do is just... That's the aesthetic of what they do. Hey, someone repeating something going back and forth. Let's just show that instead of the reason why it was funny is because, well, what's happening in the situation is this crazy thing is happening and then it's going out into the, into space. But instead of like showing the aesthetic of why that's funny, they're just showing the, they're just doing the, the, the copy paste. We're like, well, we're just copying that action instead of showing what the context of that action, like the slime videos. It's, Whenever I see these slime videos, it's not people throwing slime at each other. It's them playing with it in their hands. And these two sections,
1: the slime part and the shooting stars part, are a really easy, super cheap way of getting a whole bunch of people in the video all at one time without having to focus on them for too long. hmm You get a shit ton of faces that are all really hard to tell apart, especially because it's moving pretty fast. It's like... I get it. There's a lot of creators, and you can't feature them all. But how about you just pick, like, (laughs) ten? You just just pick, like, ten and focus a good bit of time on that. Why do you need a seven-minute video with all these different set changes and all this when, at the end of it, I don't know what YouTube is? Like, this doesn't tell me what YouTube is. Yeah. It doesn't represent it in any sort of way. Um, the only person that it focuses on for more than a half second is Casey Neistat. I know him. <laughs> I, I remember him. He's the guy who said he was canceling his YouTube channel.
0: <laughs> like, Jesus
1: Christ, people. We then get sent to a graveyard, which is like a meme graveyard, I guess. Because you see Harlem Shake
0: and, um, and there's and a then few- Phil DeFranco. I know him.
1: Phil DeFranco is there, that's right, I do recognize him, and I do think it's funny, I will actually give him this, that there's a headstone for Catch Me Outside, and it's like 2017 to 2017. (laughs) Like, they're not even entertaining the thought of that taking
0: off. Oh, it goes to All-Star. Now, All-Star is actually pretty funny. And, and the joke was that it was popular in 99, then it randomly became popular this year, and it'll probably become popular 20 fucking years later for no real reason. <laughs> like that That's actually kind of slick. And it was a thing that became big this year. So it's just like... I I get why that's here, and, and it was specifically on YouTube where this happened. You know what I'm saying?
1: And, and, and you know what was the best part about that? It was subtle. It wasn't shoved in your fucking face. If you saw it, you saw it. If you didn't, you didn't. And then what? We're thrown right back into the shooting star meme with someone dabbing. We then transition for about a second and a half to the singer Poppy and another person sitting next to her who I didn't recognize, just kind of stirring tea, then it's right back into space, but only for a little bit, though, because then it needs to have a jarring transition where this one person was flying through space, and now they're just falling back to Earth, slowly out of frame, as we see and hear a montage of oh, all the tragedies God. from the past oh, year. Oh, no! No! Just, Look, guys, (laughs) I get it. I really do. But this execution was so piss poor.
0: Oh, my God. It felt so forced, so ham-handed. So out of place. You want to know specifically why they shouldn't do it? Because they specifically this year made a policy that said, oh, if you talk about recent events or, or tragic events or something like that, We're demonetizing your video. So for YouTube to put in their video, hey, look at all these tragedies that I'm having this year. Specifically, fuck you for that. But on top of that, it's like, this is supposed to be a silly YouTube video. Don't put this in here. This isn't the fucking time.
1: It reminds me of the time at the uh, E3. I think it was last year, where it was like right after the uh, Pulse uh, nightclub shooting where Aisha Taylor was, like, about to start her Ubisoft presentation. She was on stage, completely surrounded by all these different people in funny, wacky costumes, and decided, hey, this is the perfect time <laughs> to bring things down and say that, hey, we're thinking of all the victims, and is like, really, right now? When you're surrounded by someone wearing a fucking giraffe head? This is when you think, hey, I gotta give a shout out to all those who lost their life in Pulse. It's like, the heart is there, and I appreciate it, but in a video like this, you really didn't need to put it in there at all. And I don't think people would have noticed or
0: thought it was wrong. Like, hey, where are the tragedies? Yeah, exactly. How dare they not bring up horrible events that happen? Like... We understand, well, apparently these people don't, but (laughs) most watchers understand context. The largest mass shooting in America
1: history would probably be one you'd want to focus on, but I think they mostly focused on the natural, quote-unquote,
0: well, of course, tragedies. Of course, because like, no one let's has to not think talk about, about a the hurricanes. shootings.
1: Yeah, no yeah. One has to think we're about just going to talk about the hurricanes. We're going to talk about all of that. I do hear the name Ariana Grande thrown out there, so they do reference that explosion at an Ariana Grande concert. But I don't even know if we ever found out what the cause of that was. So that's a safe bet. But let's not talk about the shooting because that's too specific, and that could bring up a gun rights argument, and we don't want to do anything that could even hint towards anything political so instead we're just going to show these youtubers looking somber holding for about hands. a half second uh, and then we're going to show them holding hands to be like hey you know what gang we together did we can get past this <laughs> we did bull it. fucking shit <laughs> you didn't do a goddamn thing <laughs> I fucking can't stand this fake, like, yeah, all these YouTubers who may not know each other all that well, we're all gonna, we're all gonna come together. And YouTube does not have, as much as they wish it did, does not have that strong of a fucking community feel. And then we're right back to it. Like, not even a fucking beat. We're now at a rooftop party where someone is DJing with a fidget spinner. (laughs) These four groups of four all come in from different sides. Uh, you got one side. You got the back. Uh, you got the backpack kid and a few folks. But the big reveal mm-hmm. are the fucking Logan brothers. And who doesn't want to see
0: Paul Logan
1: and whatever the fuck the other guy's name is from fucking uh, Team Ten? Dude, they
0: both look exactly the same to me. <laughs>
1: Everyone loves team 10. Remember when everyone was talking about team 10 for that thing they did that was so newsworthy You know the thing where they went on TV and were part of a news story that was all about how much of shitty neighbors They were
0: yeah, and how they're like making fires in their backyards and shit and doing lots of really horrible things Yeah, and here's the thing. It's just like well, you know PewDiePie wasn't in this video and we know why so we need another obnoxious blonde guy. Yeah, but like, Enter Logan Paul. <laughs> but my thing is, this is like, well, then why are they in the video? Because people fucking yeah. hate them.
1: Yeah, they didn't I think really that was just kind of them. like a fuck you. Yeah, uh, I think I it's feel just like, like that was kind of a. Fl-
0: I feel like that was kind of a fuck you to the audience, honestly. Well, here's the thing: things like this are not done by people who have uh, an idea, right? This video wasn't made by someone who was like. I know what I wanted to do. You know what I've wanted to do all year? Get all these people together and show off all of their talent so that we can really... No, that wasn't what they were trying to do. This is, like you said, this is an ad for YouTube. This is an ad to say, look how happy and shiny everything is. And here's the thing. Jake Paul or whoever the fuck his name is, whatever the fuck his two first name ass did, it wasn't wasn't enough to hurt their bottom line. It was enough to hurt Disney's bottom line to be like, we don't want to associate with you motherfuckers, but it wasn't enough to hurt their bottom line. So he stays in.
1: We then go from the rooftop party where everyone's dancing and half of them are doing the fucking backpack kid dance. That was a funny thing
0: for a day and a half. Which I do not remember that fucking happening. I, people Yo, I told me about that. I never saw that happen. It was people telling oh. me about it, you know? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll admit
1: I was fully aware of that one. Okay. Because I saw him, I saw the video of him doing it, then I saw him at the, was it the VMAs or whatever, and he danced with Katy Perry, and then he was in the Katy Perry music video, and here he is again doing that one thing <laughs> that he'll always be known for, the only thing. But then,
0: someone throws the wrong slime at the wrong guy, I guess. Like, is that a thing? Does, does Jake Paul or, or Todd Paul or fucking two first name guy does he not like logan lucky yes. yeah does, does he not like having things because he's like in the middle of dabbing like oh i'm dabbing this is still cool right and then he gets the the thing thrown at him, and he's like what they're gonna throw down but then it's like ah. And it, yeah and then he throws one at his brother which he, mm-hmm. that wasn't even the guy who threw it at him with someone else <laughs> but okay and then they just start pelting everybody with slime
1: <laughs> no one is safe now <laughs> no one is safe from the slime power <laughs> now that the power the combined power of the Logan twins has come together there was no stopping this mob but then we get Stephen Colbert again who is I guess now the weird Greek chorus narrator of this music video <laughs> Who just yells out, the floor is lava, so we can then get a lazy transition to a bunch of people acting like the floor is lava. Which, what? I don't think that was a YouTube thing either. No. I mainly saw pictures of
0: that on, yeah. like, Twitter and Instagram. That, that was literally never a YouTube thing. The person who made this video and had this idea, they didn't think about, like, what the joke is. All they had was the, the premise. They didn't they didn't actually think about the context. The context is, oh, respecting women is uh the floor is respecting women or something like that. And then having someone jump up. The joke isn't that just that lava is on the ground. The joke is that you're doing the opposite of this thing and haha, because this person's jumping up and trying to avoid the floor. Right.
1: You know? And and isn't the floor is lava like a game that children have been playing before we were born? Yeah. So like that's nothing new, especially not from
0: 2017. Might as well have sent this like the idea for this video through like a YouTube bot or something like that. Like, oh, uh, they just typed in all the words for everything that happened this year, and it's like, and give us back uh, the scenarios that you sh- that you would want to make for a video because like you know a-, a machine wouldn't understand that there's context to so the floor is lava and the floor is this. All they understand is. So, we have a scene where everyone is avoiding lava. You know what I mean? Because there's no context. Bringing it back to Poppy, having the weirdest
1: moment in the video where it just cuts back to her, and she just says, I'm Poppy, and then it just cuts away from her.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know what? You know what? If if we're going to say that the videos should be about what they're known for, that is kind of what she's known for. (laughs) And at the very least... She said who she was, which is more than what
1: everybody else in the video should have done and didn't.
0: Literally. She's the only person I know for sure who it is. <laughs> like, she might get the most uh, views off of this fucking video because she's the only fucking one who actually identifies who she is. This week
1: on the Going Off Podcast... Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to to, to go first, because I, I gotta hear what you think.
1: Okay, okay. Well, this week on the show, we are talking about, because you got Eminem next week, so what the hell are you going to do in the meantime? We're not recording on the week of Christmas, so we gotta do our Christmas special now. So what better way to celebrate the holiday season than to talk about... Hip-Hop and R&B Christmas Gold. A two-disc compilation of Hip-Hop and R&B Christmas songs. See, in hindsight, no, on paper, this could work because there are a lot of compilations of rap songs and R&B songs that are about crisps that you they've seen before. My problem with this album is any Christmas song by a rapper or R&B artist That you might have known. Ain't on here. (laughs) Because the album is so goddamn cheap. That the only ones they could fucking afford. Are the ones you've never ever goddamn heard of. So R&B right? You'd think oh well obviously. Fucking Mariah Carey is all I want for Christmas is you. No. None of that shit. Maybe uh, Maybe some Nat King Cole. Maybe some Natalie Cole. No. Not even. Goddamn, Patty LaBelle. And cards are here. Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Instead, we're left with "Merry Christmas, Merry <laughs> Christmas, ho, ho Ho Ho."
0: Merry Christmas, Ho Ho Ho. <laughs> um,
1: so, the R&B songs are probably the better songs. Are you fucking shitting uh, me? Hold up. No, no, no. Hold up. Here's my point. Here's my point. Here's my point. (laughs) Shut up. Here's my point. (laughs) Better, but not as interesting. Because it's people that, they're alright singers. They're alright. But it's boring when it's R&B songs. You're waiting for the laughs. You're waiting to laugh at the bad rap songs. That's the whole point of this album is you see all the rap names And that's what you want to hear. You're not fucking here for... Hold on, I gotta open Spotify. Because I gotta see the fucking... (laughs) I need the track list in front of me. Well, here's
0: the thing. These aren't, like, old songs. These are all completely new. These came out last year. So this isn't, like, a compilation of, like... That's what I thought it was at first. No, these are all completely new songs... From this record label called Cleopatra Records, well, I got the beginning—the very first song you hear. Someone say Cleopatra Records. This is their new album, and you know, so they got all of these hip hop and R and B singers, uh, stars, but not in the way that you're thinking. Now, if I say hip hop and R and B Christmas from 2016, this album came out last year. What are you? Who are you thinking of? Oh, Rihanna. Boom. Uh, Beyonce. Drake, yeah, Drake. Hey, if you can't get him, fuck it. Um, Gucci Mane. Fucking
1: Gucci Mane. fucking Nicki Minaj. Ray Shrimmer. Somebody. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get Drake, so here's Curtis Blow. Let's <laughs> <laughs> what? What <the> <laughs> see. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> I didn't know that these were all new songs. Yes! They, so, they, they may
0: sound old!
1: <laughs> yeah, see, here's the thing. When you're looking through the track listing, right, and I, I'm gonna do my impression of a fucking mid 90s compilation album thing Cameron! Onyx! Lunix! Baby Bash! Chingy! Ready for the World! <laughs> Curtis Blow! Cool Modi, D, <laughs> Club Nouveau, Rose Royce, Ying Yang Twins, Styles P, Unk, Master Ace, Afro Man, Blue Cantrell, Project Pat, Jayquan, Jay Camplo, <laughs> Trick Daddy, Kia, and Ya Boy, You Know him, You Ya Love him. Freak nasty. <laughs> like, when I thought this was a compilation of old Christmas songs, and I saw goddamn Curtis Blow's name come up, <laughs> and I'm listening. The song, by the way, is is uh, simply called uh, KB Christmas
0: Delight. And it's, it's so weird because it's spelled like uppercase K, lowercase B. So I was trying to figure out what the fuck that was. Like, I was like, what? Like, K flat? Like, <laughs> that's not a key. I always thought that was a glitch.
1: Yeah, like that was just like a was file a name. Yeah, and they just went with it. Like, oh, it's Curtis Blow's Christmas Delight. Fuck, that's not the name of it. It's just called Christmas Delight. <laughs> oh well, it's like, already printed.
0: Yeah, like too fucking the, late. Yeah, that was the file name, and then stuff.
1: <laughs> so when his fucking song gets started, it's got this rappers' delight, dude. It literally, type
0: beat. it's literally fucking the breaks, like his yeah, first big yeah. hit from 1981 and shit. And what's funny
1: is you'd think it would be, like, these are the Christmas (laughs) (laughs) presents. That would have been funny! That would have been funny! (laughs) Because, you know, whenever you get these fucking rappers back in the day who used to do Christmas songs, it was basically just, like, a Christmas version of a song of theirs you'd already heard before. And that's the joke. (laughs) Because, ultimately, Christmas songs by a rapper like this, um, by an artist like these are Cheap Cash Grabs, mm-hmm. which is exactly what this album overall is, so it makes perfect sense. A nostalgic Cheap Cash Grab. When I saw his name, and before I had known that this was a brand new album of all brand new songs, I was listening to Curtis Blow, and he's talking about oh, all these folks that are coming over, uh,
0: right?
1: And he's like, Run DMC yeah! in the house. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he just goes, Uncle Snoop in the house. And I'm like, Uncle Snoop? wait a minute, how fucking recent is this? And then he just goes, (laughs) Kanye and Kim in the house. And I'm like, I was in my car and I just went, no! (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, Curtis Blow! (laughs) Kanye and Kim in the house! I was like, oh no, fuck me. (laughs) So, but like, he's not even the oldest thing on here. Rolls Royce fucking car wash fucking Bonnie pointer couldn't even be a fucking christmas car wash <laughs> fucking freak so- nasty christmas dip <laughs> put your hand upon my hip under the mistletoe we did i don't
0: fucking i don't know what i was expecting from this shit like i said but- like I said, this is the weirdest fucking Christmas rap album ever. Because, like, you, you, you're you jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. Because I know. We, we gotta start at the beginning with oh. fucking They Know Me, parentheses, Merry Christmas. And, oh boy, never has uh, uh, the words of a song title in parentheses ever really truly meant, yes, this is an afterthought. Because. Oh, my God. <laughs> The song starts off. The song starts off with just like "Merry Christmas, motherfucker!" Like the most
1: <laughs> angry. <laughs> deep- I love that. That's how the album starts. Like my god,
0: this is what you're in for. Prepare yourself. <laughs> and it and, and fucking, and like, so it's like, Merry Christmas, motherfucker! And then it's like, the sweetest music comes right afterwards. I know! <laughs> oh, it samples fucking Silent Night by the Temptations. You hear that. It's like, it was the night before Christmas. I was like, okay, alright, well. And it's fucking
1: Cameron. I don't think we've even mentioned that it's Cameron. And
0: Cameron comes in. And he starts talking about, like, I fucked a girl, it in her eye, you know where I be, I fuck your bitch, I, you know, I'm gonna suck my dick, you know where I be. <laughs> and it's just like, this whole time, he says absolutely nothing about Christmas at all. Like, there's not even a fuck Christmas sort of thing. He just. Doesn't mention it. Like, it's legitimately like he went like, Oh, well, you know, someone says Merry Christmas in the beat, so I don't really need to, right? I can just talk about fucking bitches like I normally do. (laughs) Like, so the very first song is already sounds nothing like Christmas because, like, the chorus is just, They know who I be. I'm fucking bitches. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. (laughs) And then we get to Onyx. Now... Oh, boy. Not even Onyx could save this shit, bro. No.
1: That was fucking terrible. That was... Ho- Jingle bells, shotgun
0: shells. Knees <laughs> getting jumped every day. Oh. Dude. First of all, he says he's trying to put a Christmas tree in a bomb. That was weird. I didn't even understand what that meant. Like, it, it was one of those, this is threatening, but... What, what the fuck is... What are you talking about? <laughs> and then, oh, he does that horrible line. We hate cops because they open to fire. So fuck chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It's just like... Dude,
1: for a rap album put out by the same label, so you got all these people who are assigned to this label, I assume, and they're all working on this album, so you know all these songs are new, I think every rap song... Has that rhyme? <laughs> the open in it.
0: fire line. Yeah, that appears Open like fire three rhymed times. with
1: open fire. I swear <laughs> it comes up like five times. Yeah.
0: It's absurd. But it's the go-to joke. Yeah. And it's just like, I get it, but none of them make it work at all. <laughs> like with these guys, he just rhymed. Like, cause like we hate cops because they open to fire. Like, I already got the reference. But then, so fuck just the throast and was like, thank you. Yes, I got it. And then like the song ends too early, so there's like a whole minute of like the beat and nothing else happening. Like, there was supposed to be a third verse, but it just didn't happen. So it's just like, uh, please tell me you guys aren't already out of ideas by track two. <laughs> <laughs> then we get uh Deck the Halls, which is actually the first average track. It's the first one that's yeah. like, okay, it's like the, oh, what if there was a Black Santa, and this is what would happen. Uh, it's like, oh, it's not bad. Then you get Baby Bash, which I actually, like, legit enjoyed. Which is like, oh, it's about, you know, smoking trees with your girlfriend on Christmas, you know.
1: Yeah, it's Christmas trees. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's
0: talking about weed.
1: Yeah, very obvious hackneyed joke, but the song wasn't
0: bad. Yeah. And I gotta give it to, what is it? Oz? As Yet? As Yet? The fucking, I, uh, the boys to men light. <laughs> oh, okay. I was I was curious. There, there. uh, Angels We Heard on High wasn't bad. Yeah, it was nice. An acapella, they sort of <laughs> had interesting ideas in there, you know? And then we got Chingy's Christmas. Look, <laughs> I don't think anyone... What's A Chingy Christmas? No. Not a- 2016 Chingy Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just like, did you really think that was the angle that you wanted to go from? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, hey, all the kids gather around, it's Chingy's Christmas! Motherfucker, who? <laughs> like- Chingy's throwing a party at the Motel 6, because it's <laughs> all they can afford now. <laughs> he says, oh, the kids saw a surprise. Santa Claus, but even more confusingly, Chingy apparently still making music after the year two thousand six. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm not gonna lie; that chorus wasn't bad. <laughs> what was the chorus on it's that? It was like one? coming on down like Santa Claus, a Chevrolet, not a slave, but I got a bunch of cookies for all of y'all. I was like, right. oh yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not that, bad. I, that actually was that was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the first um of the older artists who uh ready for the world yeah who obviously have not sang in a while uh (laughs) because yeah jesus christ like did they not get to warm up or anything they just like kick them out of bed and like sing the fucking song we only have enough money to pay you for four minutes one take <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, but we are not as ready
0: as our name
1: would suggest.
0: <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so fucking ready for the world comes in with fucking this straight up sounds like karaoke music. <laughs> like I was listening to this, I was like, "What the fuck?" And like they did that thing on their voice that you know karaoke microphones kind of do, where it's just like. I'm just listening to this. And was like, this legitimately sounds like they was chilling at karaoke and they were like, someone was recording it and they were like, that's great. You don't have to do any more takes. No, we were just warming up. I actually have strep throat. No, it's, it's all good. I just went back and listened to it. The backing track actually has the like,
1: on the beats, it has the little click that you would hear on a fucking karaoke CD. I swear that's what it is. Oh my God. <laughs> how did I not notice that the first time? That is unapologetically bad. And that then, is fucking
0: terrible. And then we get Merry Christmas Baby by Bobby uh, Bonnie Pointer. One of the Pointer sisters. Ah, uh, yeah. She decides, that, here's all you need to know. Halfway through, she decides to rap. <laughs> 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 like, that's how we play in California, eh? Hey? I was like, nope, nobody asked for this. Absolutely nobody asked for this. <laughs> That's the fucking story of the album. Who asked for this? Who asked for this?
1: Wh- whose album is this?
0: Who's responsible?
1: <laughs> we want names for hip-hop and R&B Christmas gold. Yeah, right now we're in the fucking retro block. We got Ready for the World, Bonnie Pointer, Curtis Blow, Cool Moe D, Club Nouveau, and Rose Royce, Club Nouveau, did the Stand By Me cover.
0: Yeah! Yeah! I remember that shit now! Where it's like, yeah, it's
1: your favorite song, but now it's got a really whack-ass club beat under it for no reason. <laughs> yeah, so we got Curtis Blow and Cool Mo D trying... To kind of be relevant in a hip-hop scene with KB Christmas Delight and Surviving Christmas.
0: Now, I actually thought that one was okay. Surviving Christmas? Yeah, I like the... I mean, it's very, 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 very simple. But, uh, you know, it's saying, like, you know, no Christmas trees, no Christmas lights, no eggnog, no this, no that, you know? Everything was just listing things they don't have, (laughs) is the whole song. But, like, just the way it, like, this is one of those ones where, like, the beat work really helped with it. Because using the carol of the bells and the repetitive nature, and, like, the idea of loss, and it being repetitive, and every year... There's just that feeling of having nothing, you know? It's like, I feel like this song actually did a good narrative job. And I was like, oh, hmm, okay. He rhymed a couple of words with himself, but all right, it was actually not bad. Club Nouveau doing the 12 Days of Christmas. Fucking no. Like, no. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. I'm sorry, but as an unwritten rule, anyone doing 12 Days of Christmas, that fucking song is just... Who needs it? (laughs) Who fucking needs it? The whole time, you're waiting to find out what that last goddamn thing is, and it's never a good payoff. And especially here for the 12 Days of Christmas, where it's just the typical ones, you already know what they are.
0: Yeah. There is no, like, oh, well, what's on day 12? You already fucking know. Then we get Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm pretty sure the Jackson 5 did, like, this version, but better. Literally, these are all zero-star songs, because it's just, like, this is bad. I mean, there are a billion Christmas songs out there and a billion Christmas variations. If you're going to make a version, it needs to stand out. You know what I mean? And that's honestly where I feel this album fails, where it's just boring at points. Or it's just like, yeah. dude, we just had Onyx telling me that they had, you know, were trying to kill Santa Claus. Like, what the fuck is this, this happy, friendly 12 Days of Christmas shit doing on here? Like, what the fuck? You know? like, Yeah, it's a very good point. Like, this is a two, two albums. Come on, oh. two CDs. Come on now, you needed to fill it with this shit. Get the fuck out of here. An hour and forty
1: minutes. So, so then we got Ghetto Christmas. Yeah, man, they are really they're, they're trying <laughs> with, with these titles, man. I'm telling you, Ghetto Christmas by Styles P, Tyler Woods, and
0: Fortis. Okay, he has a lyric where he says, stay humble, appreciate the levels, my nigga. Word to Jesus, I'm praying for the devil, my nigga. Right before the chorus, talking about, yeah, ghetto Christmas. Everyone's having a good ghetto Christmas time. It's like, wait, why are you praying for the devil? And then he says, I hope one day everyone gets to have a ghetto Christmas. It's like, you know, that's... A bit darker than I think you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope one day everyone is poor enough that they don't get to fucking, you know, have a have a good time at Christmas. Like, what the fuck? Like that's fucking dark. That fucking
1: reminded me of that. That reminded me of that Sean Kingston song. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, take you there. Where it's like, we can go to the slums. <laughs> it's like where, where killers, where killers get, hung. get hung. Why would you want to go there? <laughs> What the hell is like wrong with you? He first, he first presents it like, we we can go to the tropics. Simpina coladas.
0: So, honey, I or, can take you. Or.
1: Or. <laughs> or
0: if, if you're feeling if it's it. Or your speed. <laughs> if that doesn't strike your fancy. <laughs> I remember in one of my early videos, I had a joke where I said, like... Uh, Come with Sean Kingston. He can take you there. Warning, Sean Kingston makes no promise that he'll be able to bring you back from there. <laughs> <laughs> it is a one-way trip. <laughs> so, then we
1: get... Oh, the absolute, the star the of crux the show. of the album. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. By your boys, the Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> it fits so well on this album for the yin yang twins to be singing a christmas song for no reason set to farajaka
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a, it starts out like merry christmas Mer-. i like, was just like are are they like the fucking ghost of christmas past like why are they sounding like this it's so scary <laughs> and then and so you hear it just merry christmas merry christmas Ho, ho, ho! And you're like, wait a minute. What? That's not a Christmas song. Look, Frere Jaca is not a Christmas song. Why are they singing this? And, and then in the background, just the Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I got your present. Here go yours. Where the hell's mine? Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Dude, if the whole rest of the album was like this, I
1: really would have liked the album. I would have recommended it. Because this album isn't even so bad it's good. It's just boring. Yeah, like, I can't even call
0: it the worst Christmas rap album. It's just... It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird with the places that it goes. But, like, this song is what you think the album would be about. You know? Right. Exactly. And then do you remember that one part where it says... The ho ho, and like it was like, sounds like it's being like repeated on a loop, like mechanically, <laughs> but then it yeah. starts to speed up, like, like he's being sucked up by a fucking tractor beam. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> ho ho ho. Oh, somebody help me. <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas Oh,
1: <laughs> oh my god oh. It's so bad
0: That th- oh. That is music that I would play At the Christmas party <laughs> Oh yeah please That
1: fucking just By the way it doesn't start with the ho ho, ho right away I listen to it It starts with like a
0: <laughs> Merry <laughs>
1: So you have no idea what the fuck is coming your way.
0: I just listened to it again. It really does. <laughs> like,
1: why does it do
0: that? I thought it was gonna go on for like four more measures, you know, but it just, it just hits you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe that was intentional.
0: I don't know. Ah. Uh. Then you get "What Do You Want for Christmas" by DJ Unk, the guy who did two step, the the two hit wonder from the mid two thousands. Yeah, he did two step, and then what was the other one? Walk it out. Like somehow he just happened to get two hits really quick. He just bow bow and he's gone. But the weirdest thing is, it starts off with like Michael Myers music. Like it starts off with someone saying that. I'm like, that's literally not the holiday f- for <laughs> what this is. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Michael, like, what? Why? But that one, honestly, that one's completely forgettable. Like, there's absolutely nothing to say about it, other than the fact that it's a Christmas song, uh, a Christmas song that starts off with someone saying Michael Myers music. (laughs) But then we get actually one of, possibly, like, one of my new favorite Christmas songs.
1: Black Santa, Toys, Toys, Toys by Master Ace is the best song on the album. (laughs) No fucking doubt about it.
0: And it's almost it's clear near the end. And away the best. <laughs> and it's almost near the end. It's almost an a reward for putting up with the bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's like it's actually
0: like a little sweet. Yeah, Christmas song. It's really cool. It's about like uh, you know Master Ace being a kid, you know, in the hood and in the ghetto, and he hears that there's a Black Santa at the mall, and he's like. He's, like, giddy as fuck, and he's just like, oh my god, am I gonna see a Black Santa? This is gonna be so cool. I wonder if he has, like, a pick for his nasty hair under the thing. I wonder if he, you know, like, he's a, he, he's a, uh, uh, some guy who's, like, trying to get his life together or something like that, you know? it's like, I can't wait to see him, because I'm gonna be so happy. And then, you know, the chorus is, like, it even encapsulates, like, that feeling of, like, coming down the stairs on Christmas Day, you know, because it literally just goes, like, toys, 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 toys. I was like, oh, my God, this is so nice. Like, this is this is a pretty fucking song by one of, honestly, the best and most underrated rappers fucking alive today, Master Ace. If you don't know who the fuck Master Ace is, Jesus Christ, he is better than this goddamn album. <laughs> who, I don't know what fucking publicist fucked up and got him on this shit. But yo, I, I appreciate it. This is like the dude that inspired Eminem's flow. Like, seriously, you guys need to check this fucking guy out. Then, almost oh. almost as if to say, oh, you were expecting good music? <laughs> well, let me just let me just knock that like a thought out of your head. Uh, Afro Man and Dubstep. So moving right along, we have uh. Oh Little Town of Bethlehem, again, another bad song, Uh, by Frida Payne, chick who did Band of Gold, it's, 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 it's bad, it's just, once again, the karaoke shit, dude, at this time, I'm so fucking angry, like, I'm just listening to the bad singing, and I'm just like, you guys are, like, disrespecting my time right now. (laughs) Then you have Force MDs, who do, like, the pinnacle of like the like this is probably the best song christmas song on here purely because it's mediocre like <laughs> it's just generic enough to pass like i i'm not angry i'm just i'm just glad it doesn't sound like the last song i just heard then you have what child is this which is actually not bad as well the the Karen white song it's a, like it sounds like you know a real band is playing sort of jazzy interpretation kind of swings the beat you know then we give Blue Cantrell with a disco-inspired version of Joy to the World. And oh my god, the very beginning, is it just me or did it sound like either the beat or Blue Cantrell was trying to figure out where the downbeat was? So it's like, Like her voice was like slightly extending like the measure and being like just finding the beat of the song so that it can continue. Yeah, I
1: just listened to. She just goes, "Joy to the world,
0: (laughs) where are the world?" <laughs> and then yo, when the when the when the actual like beat kicks in, it feels like they just fucking gave up and be like, dude, just put autotune on her voice, just autotune it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and like dude, even with autotune, there are points where she legit sounds flat as fuck. And the karaoke band is back. <laughs> it's it's almost interesting. <laughs> just hearing how this song fails. But then we get, you know, we get another song by Sally Sell, uh West Coast Dude, people might not remember him as much, but um this song is actually okay. I like I like the spirit of this song. It's like it, it, it's it's sort of bombastic. It's like if we don't get what we want, it's still Christmas. If we don't get what we want, it's still Christmas. And so the song is basically like, yeah, sure, you don't want that ugly ass sweater, but man, you're with your family, man. Just fucking smile for the picture. <laughs> I was like, I'm actually, I'm actually okay with this one. This one's a, this is number three in my favorites on this album. You know,
1: I like the rap Christmas songs that aren't about how violent your Christmas is gonna be, <laughs> yeah, or all that shit. But the songs with heart, like that's all it takes, really, is just a little bit of sentiment, a little bit of that heart. The feeling of the season. That's all it takes to make a song passable on this album. Telling that someone actually cared a little.
0: Yeah. And speaking of songs that are just about fucking violence, we get The Nightmare Before Christmas by Project Pat. First minute of the song, like, (laughs) shit don't even... Like, this song is literally not about Christmas. Like, it's not about no. fuck Christmas. It has nothing to do with it. It's literally, Extendo clipper. I'm that nigga. Who ain't scared to pull that trigger? Like, <laughs> it's just about how he's going to rob somebody. And then there's like that one part where he goes like, all right, the, the flow completely fucks up and it feels like the beat tries to make up for it. Like, he goes like, went and made decision. Got my brother's gun. Riding late, scoping out the scene. Ready to rob me someone. <laughs> <laughs> and then it It continue- was just like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? What happened there? <laughs> like he just he just passed out for a second, ready to rob, Me someone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the, uh, actually, I'm gonna say the Trick Daddy Christmas song. I, I think the chorus was a uh, the good. The chorus was enjoyable. Um, there were some rhymes about like yay. You know, I'm Trick Daddy, fuck Santa Claus I'm the one who's bringing gifts to the kids on Christmas, you know you, Hey, you gotta understand, Trick lo- Trick loves the kids You know what I'm saying? I'm actually really surprised he did not say that in the song Uh, <laughs> does, anyone, does anyone get that reference? Is that just I, me? No, I don't Come on, you gotta understand, Trick loves the kids Ooh <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and Papa let the sunshine in, the boatwood grain let the twinklings spin, right on, get you a glass with the coke in the hem, it's quite alright with the drawing in the wind, with the draw in the wind. You remember that? No! What the hell is that? That was my CeeLo impression. Oh, okay. <laughs> then we get the Santa Baby rap by Kia. Oh. Dude... I. Even for someone phoning it in. Like, this is really bad. Like, this is possibly one of the worst songs on here. So the verse starts, and she already sounds out of breath. Yeah. Like, listen. Listen to the song. She goes, all I want for cribbing. What is it? I was like, why do you already sound tired? Like, sit down. Drink some water. Take a minute. Like, Jesus Christ. When did they record these? In a fucking sauna or some shit? <laughs> Wish it was Christmas every day. I believe in Santa Claus. Mistletoe when Holly and hey. And then she goes on to the next line. And it's just like, wait. Was something supposed to rhyme with Santa Claus? And, and and she goes like, it's a winter wonderland. But the man with all the toys spreading all the joy to the... Uh, yo, wait a minute. what? <laughs> like, it was legitimately confusing. I'm like, do you not know what you're... Like... You can write the shit down. Like, you don't have to fucking freestyle this shit. You realize that, right? And then then she repeats the verse. She repeats the verse again. And it's like, it's not better. Like, it's not like, oh, that's where the rhyme was. Oh, that's where... It's like, she sounds just as out of breath. But it doesn't sound like they repeated it. Like, they just repeated the vocal thing. Like, she actually just rapped it twice. Because there's different parts where she sounds tired. And it's just like... What the fuck is this? Like, dude, even if I paid someone to make this song, I would not put it on an album.
1: This fucking album, it's 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 the it's such a one. Oh yes. It <laughs> is definitely. such a There is no debate that this is a one.
0: <laughs> like, we were not gonna have an argument over this.
1: <laughs> no, we wouldn't and I won't hear it from anyone in the comments that it's anything but A one because you're just trying to find an argument to be a dick because no one in their right mind could possibly see this as anything more than a one. This is a cheap cash grab all over it. It is so obvious and it is so, uh, like I said before, it's unapologetic. It so doesn't care (laughs) how fucking cheap it sounds.
0: The, the It's Christmas song, The Trick Daddy, like, it starts fading out in the last verse. You, you remember that, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, did you guys even give a shit about, like, mixing this shit right?
1: <laughs> I think there's a reason I didn't hear about this last year when it came out, and why we didn't talk about it last year. So it does feel weird that we're a year late to the party here, but this is goddamn buried treasure. I do recommend it in a weird way. Like... It's something to behold, right? <laughs> like like I said before, it doesn't even come close to so bad it's good, unfortunately, but it needs
0: a whole bunch of tracks saved off of it before yeah, it yeah, yeah to that. if if you
1: just want to do yourself, have yourself a fun little experiment here, just find it on Spotify. It's all on Spotify, and just pick out the names of the artists you recognize and just listen to those. Because odds are you're probably hearing the only ones worth listening to, if we're being honest. And if you wanna listen through the whole thing, for whatever reason, I mean be my guest. But it's really dull.
0: <laughs> you are not gonna like it. There Especially are Especially the the Deadland that is like the four or five tracks where it's just singing.
1: There are probably ten, maybe songs worth listening to, out of almost thirty. That about wraps it up for this week's episode of the Going Off Podcast. Thank you very much for checking us out this week. Thank you very much to Scott Buster, who's been listening in on this week's episode of the show. Um, if there is an album that you would ever want us to talk about on the show, we're open to requests. Just check out our Patreons, either patreon.com slash rapcritic or patreon.com slash muse for details. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, All of our old episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. That is soundcloud.com slash going, G-O-I-N, off podcast. Or you could just search the Going Off podcast on iTunes. Download all our episodes and listen to them wherever you go. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and until next week. For the Going Off
0: podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. Merry Christmas, motherfucker.